So we're back with another episode of Show Me the Spread with Big Raj. Mike is back in action wearing, I think, a David Tyree jersey, 85? No. Well, yeah, David Tyree, 85, but it's actually Mercia. <laughs> yes, so my, be- my best yes. man, Mondo, gave this to me as um, a wedding gift. Um, well, I'm going to cover a couple things right now. First yeah, off. I'll let you intro your 85. My intro to cover a couple things. Yeah, 85, Tyree, love him, but this was for me. My best man, Mondo, gave me this. 8-5, August 5th, the day I got married. Uh, and secondly, we're, uh, we're back with another episode. I think that's how you started. My friend, we haven't we haven't spoken on this platform in months, okay? We haven't spoken on this in a long time. All yeah, right? but there was still a previous episode, even though, even if that episode was in June, it's still back with another episode. It's just a delay. That's, that's what you said. We're back with another episode. Well, since that, that episode, the Warriors won a title. The Astros won a title. Who, uh, Carlos Bustamante, what's this guy's name, won the, the U.S. Open? Oh, um, <laughs> no, what? I thought you just combined the name. Bustamante? Yeah, no, not Bustamante. Pablo Correa, the Spanish kid. He's no, a kid. Now you're, now, you're, now you're giving out another tennis guy, Correa Busta. And I can't think of his name right now. I cannot. Alcatraz. Carlos Alcatraz. Carlos Alcatraz, yes. Who's, yes. who's now injured. The Warriors have a bad away record. The Astros are still assholes. We're about to go into the college football playoff tonight and the NFL playoffs on Saturday, and you're talking to me about fucking Carlos? Come on, dude. I'm just covering everything that's happened since we last spoke. You, you didn't even mention the fucking World Cup. That was like the most. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, well, there's a lot to cover. There's it's been months. Cover. That there's was next. Months. That was next. <laughs> but let's, it's it's crazy. It's been an amazing football season. Finally over. Had a few upsets here and there, but I think we're just excited because the most exciting time of football is around the corner. I would say the two of the three most exciting weeks of gambling are here. Because I would say wild card round, divisional round, maybe the four most exciting. You know what? The regular season's exciting every week, but all of these games matter. The stakes go up more. Our bets get bigger. And man, am I excited to throw around some money on some big, juicy lines on you Saturday. Mean we're not betting $500 on the Pro Bowl? Uh, now that it's a flag football game, I think I'm not going to. Maybe I'll take the over for $100 because I have a gambling problem. Uh, but I'm probably not gonna go, not gonna go that extreme. But the NFL season fucking ended. It's over, and there's just a lot to take in. Number one, the Eagles didn't blow it. The Eagles didn't fuck it up. The Cowboys didn't even give them a chance to fuck it up because they got absolutely mauled by Sam Howell and the fucking Redskins. So that was unbelievable. Yes, they're always gonna be the Redskins to me. Okay, Sorry, right. um. <laughs> The Eagles obviously come out, beat the Giants, who have Davis Webb at quarterback, which fun, just little random fact. Today I was doing a deep dive on the Texas Tech team since Cliff Kingsbury got fired. And Davis Webb actually started over Baker Mayfield at one point when Baker Mayfield walked on to Texas Tech. And then Pat Mahomes took the job from Davis Webb for good reason, because I'm going to get into Pat Mahomes later, but... We might be watching the second best quarterback ever after Tom Brady every week. And I think we just need to really enjoy what this man does every week on Sunday. Like, did you see 
I have to just mention the flip pass to McKinnon where he just runs to the two yard line. The defenders then start moving towards him. And like, how do you do that in an NFL game? Like you're playing like an FCS team in college football. Like he's treating these NFL teams and defenses like they're not valued, but he does all these crazy things. He'll give you a crazy shovel pass for a fucking touchdown multiple times in a season. Lefty, he'll do, he's, gone, he's gone lefty. Lefty he torpedoes. The, he'll do a merry-go-round. He'll do a, a merry-go-round. They're like, they're going to have to work on you play. What, I, what are they going to work on next week? What's the, the, the seesaw? Maybe a little seesaw play? I don't know how they would create everyone, that formation. Everyone does the worm. Uh, leading up to Pat Mahomes doing a Philly special and, and receiving it himself, 50 to 1. Yeah. Uh, hey. Who knows? Who hey, knows? Hey, you know hey. We, we're going to save that since the Chiefs aren't playing this week. We're going to stay off that bet this week. But I think either divisional round or conference championship, we are going to run into a quarterback catching a touchdown. Um, it yeah. would be great. Yeah, and, you're, if, and you're right. It would no, be no, great no, if just... Michigan Wolverines never ran that play again because, my God, I'm, I'm still not over that game. That's why I think I'm not as into national championship. Two times inside the two, we fumble and can't score. We run the worst Philly, whatever, Ann Arbor special I've ever fucking seen in my life. We throw two pick sixes, and we still manage to almost win that game. Like, I just don't know. Like, Jim Harbaugh might leave. This might be a high to go on, I guess, because we had never made the playoff. He made two in a row. Um, I think he stays one more year, though. I wouldn't mind him on the Panthers, so I welcome Jim Harbaugh into the NFL, but I think he stays one more year. This has nothing to do with the NFL, but I think Was, it, Car- was it Carolina or Denver that they were saying? Carolina first, that he met with Tepper, and then he met with Denver after. So wow. something is going on there, but let's – I'm going down the wrong rabbit hole. Something is going on with Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> so the great Brian Windhorse. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, you're right. Crazy season, crazy end. And, you know, thankfully the Texans were able to walk away with the chance to to draft uh, Bryce Young. Oh, wait. No, hold on a second. Never no, mind. Bobby Smith <laughs> said, fuck you. You're going to fire me. Gonna fire I'm going to fire your fucking first-round pick and make it the second pick, which was one of the – like, if there's ever you giving your finger on the way out from a job or you really saying, fuck your two-week notice, like, I'm leaving – Lovey said, no, I'm going to stay till the last second, but I'm going to fuck up your whole operation. Like, that has to be one of the boldest exit firings I've ever seen. Shout out to Lovey Smith, dude. On a fourth and 20. On a fourth and 20, which hadn't been done all season. It was 0 for 9? It was 0 for 9. Um, yeah, and, 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 the, and the Colts guy thought that that play happened three weeks ago because he jumped about two weeks too early. So I don't know <laughs> what the fuck that was that we saw that play. But... I guess if we're going to talk about that, because I want to go more into the playoffs, but I guess I could pose this question now. What's going to be interesting is do the Bears keep Justin Fields and trade the first pick to move back a few spots? Because they got a lot of holes on that team. Or do they draft Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, whoever they like, and trade Justin Fields? I think the first pick will get you a bigger haul. I think you're better off getting off of number one trading back to like six or seven. I haven't looked at the draft order that deeply, but even though I'm worried about Justin Fields throwing, I think you do trade that pick, make somebody give you a ransom like the like the um, the Carson Wentz trade years ago where Cleveland got all those picks for getting out of Carson Wentz. And look what Carson Wentz has become. These It's just these picks are too hit or miss. At least you know Justin Fields has something. See if you could develop his passing. 
And if you don't, you'll suck again next year, and then you can just draft somebody else. Go after Caleb Williams from USC. So um, only only better than Jalen Hurts. The only one better than Jalen Hurts in terms of the rushing quarterback. And Lamar, well, Lamar, but um, he was hurt all year. He's been very yeah. Good. Yeah, we can't proud. even say much about Lamar's rushing ability this season. What a season for him! But um, no, Chicago needs receivers. I mean, they pick up Chase Claypool, who's probably caught. Terrible trade for a second-round pick. Why would, I didn't like it at the time. Second-round pick for Chase Claypool, I didn't see him as a number one wideout, maybe even number two. So Yeah, so I don't know. Who knows what direction that goes in. But, yeah, what a season. It's what a been. season. Um, let's, let's, let's do a moment of silence for the team that made my bankroll last year, the L.A. Rams, because it can all end so abruptly for them if, the, if some of the rumors out there are true. Sean McVay retires. Look at this domino effect. Aaron Donald probably then retires. Retires too, yeah. Matt Stafford probably gets cut for $57 million to get that money off the books. Yeah. So what are you if you're the Rams? You just you, – the, the Lions have your pick next year, right, in this draft now that was in the Matt Stafford trade. It's just – I don't want to go deeper into this because I don't know what the fuck they're going to do because they gave up all their draft picks to win now, and they did. They won last year. But I think we expected a longer window – so did my bank account because I had them in a few <laughs> bets to make the playoffs, to finish second in that division behind San Francisco. I didn't I, – I was one of the people who wrote Geno Smith off, and it's true. He never wrote me back. He never wrote Roger, me back. I, th- I think you and everyone else. <laughs> yeah, he never – He never wrote back. You wrote, you wrote him off, but he never wrote back. <laughs> he never wrote back. I don't Thanks, even know Gino. how that works, Thanks, but Gino. it's just – it was just really catchy when he said it. So, um, oh yeah, yeah, it's impressive. The the amount of times that they replay it, that you see it reposted on Instagram, on Facebook, on ESPN, and you watch it, and you're like, man, what a statement. I don't know what it means, but what a statement. I really don't know. But what it, it's and statement. now it's legendary because if they don't make the playoffs and they finish seven and ten this year, that's just like, oh, what a you know, wow, Gino said that week one, it didn't matter. No, he then goes on. Granted, in one more game, you brought this up to me, breaks Russell Wilson's passing yard record and takes the fucking Seahawks who are tanking to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. no, he Possibly ruining our comeback player of the year bet for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I don't even want to think about it. It's it's written all over. Everyone's so excited. Like that interview yesterday after the game, he's about to cry. He's telling the Lions to pull it out for him. The Lions do pull it out for him. Um, I didn't, the, the way Seattle start off that hot, Ruined a big parlay for me in, in, in Germany when the Bucks decided to come to life because yeah. the Bucks have looked their the Bucks looked amazing in Germany and have looked so incredibly shitty in the United States. I'm starting to think Tom Brady's <laughs> a Nazi. Like I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but it's in play. Uh, I hold resentment. My own team on my own team. Richie James. Richie James with two fucking fumbles on kick returns against the Seahawks. We could have changed this tra- uh, this trajectory for the Seahawks as well. It's been pretty frustrating. It has been I would have rather on, I would have rather watched the Lions in the playoffs. I think oh, yeah. they would have been a more fun team even though I love the Geno Smith story, but I feel like they were a more dangerous team. Like I love the Niners, obviously rocking my McCaffrey jersey since the Panthers are obviously not in the playoffs. <laughs> and I think the Niners are in my we'll, we'll get into it a little bit later, but I, they are my front runner in my opinion to get to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I would have been way more afraid of the Lions than I was about the Seahawks. So yeah, well, you could say on both out. on both sides on both conferences, the Lions were who you would have been more afraid of over the Seahawks, and in the AFC, the Steelers over um, who who snuck well, in. Well, the, the Dolphins have fucking Skylar Thompson playing quarterback. Yeah. So yeah, if exactly. if two if two is healthy, 
right? If which which three concussions in one year, we don't know. If Tua is healthy and playing on Saturday, I do think he's I do think with Tua, the Steelers and the Dolphins are equally good. I just have a strong hunch that Tua might not play. We'll find out like, tomorrow, probably. It's Monday, by the way. Uh, in the playoff game, if you're Tua, you're going to want to play. If it's your call, you're not going to want to miss your first playoff game. But you got to stop taking bad hits. I know you're fragile. I know you. I know you need to be like just wrapped in bubble wrap, and that's how you need to live your life. And that's impossible playing the game of football. But do the Eli Manning. If they're going to sack you, just fucking fall. Don't but, but risk the let season. Let me ask you something. With 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 what just happened with Demar Hamlin a week ago. And God bless, we're, we're so glad to hear that DeMar Hamlin is uh, out of the hospital and heading back home. DeMar, if you're listening, what, what I know we get, a lot of, we get a lot of listeners. DeMar, if you're listening, God bless. That was incredible uh, for you to, to come back and see what the Bills did over the weekend. But with, with that injury, could you even possibly see um, them starting, the Dolphins starting Tua? Like everything that's happened this season with him, three concussions, this crazy injury last week with uh, with Demar Hamlin, they got to be more careful. I don't think that they have the balls to even try to put this guy on the starting lineup for for Saturday. There's no way. There's no way. I don't know. I think it's football. I think I've been, we've been watching football for thirty. I've watched football for thirty years. It's evolving. Obviously, they're being a lot more cautious with player injury. Mm-hmm. Um. I also thought I had to get a chuckle out of you and saying, Demar, if you're listening, you know, because, you know, we're trying to get out there. Because there's a 0% chance Demar is listening. But it was, it was, it was, it's, it's unbelievable. We watched, I was watching that game. Me and you talked a little bit. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I've never, I've never seen a football game stop like that. I've also never seen the look I saw on Buffalo's players and Cincinnati's players in that moment. Like Josh Allen looked dead inside. Like he honestly looked like, there's no way I'm going to get myself to play football right now. And I think as more time went on, you kind of started to realize like, man, this was a lot more serious than your run of the mill players hurt on the field. He's going to get carted off and he's going to give a thumbs up. Like you could, we didn't see it. They let us know that was, there was one point when Joe Buck just mentioned they performed, they were, they performed a few minutes or a long, a long time of CPR. And when I heard that, I was like, Oh fuck. Like this can be, that's bad. Yeah, This could be catastrophic. Like we could have seen one of the worst situations in the history of football unfold. Thank God that wasn't the case. Um, And we had that crazy end, you know, kind of this cold, crazy playoff scenario. Now chiefs bills would be in a neutral site, all these different things. And yes, player safety is at the most importance, but if a doctor clears to us, why and and Tua's gonna say I want to play. Tua's a football player. It's the playoffs. He's never made the playoffs. It's a meaningful game. Is Tua really gonna say, "Nah, guys, I know I got three concussions this year. I'm gonna sit this one out." Instead of thinking, I know this is sick, but as a football player, you probably think, "I put my life on the line this year. Got three concussions. I'm better. I'm recovered. I might never get a chance to play in a playoff game again. Who knows? I want to play. Don't take the big hits. Be smart." Watch Tom Brady highlights. Watch Eli Manning highlights. Watch how those guys get down. I don't know if he's going to get cleared. If Skylar Thompson's playing quarterback, the Bills by fucking 50. Like, they are going to get mauled. Like, the Bills beat the Patriots last year 47-17. Yeah. The, I, I will promise you we will take Bills to win by 21-plus if I hear Skylar Thompson is playing quarterback. 
and it'll probably and it's not that much better if Teddy Bridgewater's playing quarterback because Teddy Bridgewater gets injured into 20 minutes into any game he gets into now. What's so, his injury now? What's his injury now? Uh, a thumb, uh, pinky, pinky, dislocated pinky. Dude, he's he is. I'm like, it like is, Rondell Moore, like Rondell Moore. <laughs> oh my God, I don't think you could grip a football. That's how you're pinky, or I guess like you, you're grabbing the football almost like from the ass, like from the other side of the football to be a unique, <laughs> a unique grab of the football. But um, yeah, Demar Hamlin, unbelievable story. Glad to see he's good. Bengals, uh, Bills, Bengals, Bills. But we'll get into because I said I was going to get into divisional stuff. Last couple of things I want to hit on for the regular season. Um, quick shout out to my Panthers for being the best team ever at not getting top five picks. We're good enough to miss the play. I mean, good enough to not suck to get a top five pick, but never good enough to actually make the playoffs. So great job, Matt Rule. I fucking hate you. I hope you do a terrible job at Nebraska where you will probably suck again. Um, that was quick. AFC, NFC South, kind of in the same theme. One winning record between eight teams. The only one, the Jaguars, because they won yesterday, finished nine and eight. Everybody else combined, losing record. Every single team, including the Bucks, crazy. AFC, NFC South, eight teams. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I didn't hear a uh, South, and so I'm yeah, AFC to... South, NFC South, all losing records besides the Jags. Incredible finish by the Jaguars, who looked shitty in the middle of the year. Great job by Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence who was being talked about as a bust, not a bust. So the other big thing we got to hit on that was crazy this year was like the quarterback regression. I think we saw some of the young guys kind of separate themselves that have already been separating themselves. Like top four quarterbacks, which are ironically on the AFC. I know Jalen Hurts was in the MVP conversation, but if I'm projecting forward, number one is Pat Mahomes. Number two is Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. And to me, number four is Justin Herbert. Those top four quarterbacks to me in the NFL if I had to pick number five, I might take Lamar, but I don't know based on now he's hurt every year. That was my number five. The guy has an MVP. He's one of the best runners I've ever seen at the quarterback position. But what happened? Like the older guys finally fell off. Brady wasn't the same this year. Rodgers against Detroit. You just saw him. He's missing throws. He's not the guy that we saw win the MVP last year. And we saw him suck to start the year. Granted, yeah. there was moves. Christian Watson took long to come on. Maybe they should have ran the ball more, but the greatness of Aaron Rodgers is over. We saw the corpse of Matt Ryan just combust. Uh, <laughs> Derek Carr lost his job with two weeks ago and basically lost me my Raiders over eight and a half. Him and Josh McDaniels worked together as a tandem to fuck me, which I'm yeah. not normally into. Um, eight and Her a half cousins. wins. They, yeah. What? Hurt Cousins, I was going to say. Kirk Cousins, uh, but at least he fucking won some games, right? And he yeah, had no. iconic comebacks. But yes, Kirk Cousins. See, Kirk Cousins didn't surprise me because Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, you know? Kirk Cousins, exactly. Like he was himself. He's the same. He's the same. He's yeah. the same. Dak Prescott, regression. Yeah. Um, Just a lot of guys who were in that middle pack. Baker Mayfield, fuck you. Awful. Had to had to win that one Rams game, but he was a disaster. Sam Darnold, even Stafford, even Stafford before he Stafford got that's hurt. He obviously didn't had that elbow injury coming into the season. Didn't look the same. It's really there's a big gap between the top five or six guys. Kyler Murray, four and thirteen. Oh, All the the sideline situations with with Cliff Kingsbury. Just a weird year for the quarterback position, and I think more than ever, having one of these elite guys makes a huge difference. Unless you're the 49ers and you have a, a seventh round pick who's just going to fall right in line. So I don't know if that's Kyle Shanahan, the skill players, but 
Um, Brock Purdy, I guess, has been the one. <laughs> I was just going to say, are you, here. are you not? Are you not going to put Brock Purdy in your top five? <laughs> I don't. Think, um, I don't think so. But what? Another shout out too that I got to give for a guy that was pleasantly surprising was Daniel Jones. Maybe it's Brian Dayball, but Teddy Galladay's first touchdown was the one that fucked us on a parlay yesterday, where he finally decides to score at the most irrelevant time possible. But just. A really strange year for quarterback play in the NFL. The new guard is in. The old guard is kind of leaving. And that middle guard of those 50-50 guys, Ryan Tannehill is another good example. These guys just don't look the same anymore. And I think we're seeing a shift in the quarterback position in the landscape of the NFL. Yeah, I definitely agree. And especially with Rodgers, guy's about to turn 40 years old. Um, and as much as he puts the blame on the receivers, like the amount of times that he kept talking about them in training camp at the start of the season, Christian Watson a couple of weeks ago where he had that one play where he wasn't ready, didn't turn around, and Rodgers just focusing the attention on him. There's so many times that we've seen him just make some terrible, terrible fucking passes where it's like, I don't know if it's really your receivers. I granted you lost Devontae Adams, but you really haven't looked good. They started getting hot toward the end of the season, but I mean, just last night too against the Lions, some really like you couldn't convert couldn't get points in the end zone three times last night um and that's the name of the game for getting you out of the playoffs um yeah the same with Brady at the start of the year I don't know what to make of him toward the end now with that three touchdown game to uh um, we, we, we've Mike talked Evans. about we've talked yeah. about what that meant the Panthers had third fourth and fifth string cornerbacks playing yeah. and they decided oh yeah let's leave CJ Henderson one-on-one on Mike Evans there was yeah. one play where it looked like CJ Henderson forgot he was guarding Mike Evans, even though he was guarding him. Like, he just stopped running. He was like, wait. It's, it's like he almost heard an inadvertent whistle or he's fucking going crazy. But yeah, Brady wasn't good it. this year. Brady wasn't good this year. He wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. And he has good players. Chris Godwin's still good. Julio yeah. Jones still made some impressive catches in some of those weird, shitty comebacks that the Bucks had. So he had the players. The offensive line wasn't as good as last year, but it also wasn't terrible. He's just 45 was going through a divorce, and I think we're seeing a decline. He's fucking 45. That's what happened. That's true. That's true. I totally agree with your top five. I don't know where I would put Jalen Hurts in the midst of all that, but you have to be impressed with what he did throughout the first 13, 14 weeks of this season where he takes the Eagles as far as he does, 13-1, gets injured, and since coming back from injury, I don't know what to make of that game uh, against the Giants. It's one game. It's yeah, I'm not worried yet either. Uh, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Um, hopefully he shakes off that rust and he comes out looking clean. We'll see what happens because I've got some, I've got some Eagles uh, to make the Super Bowl action. I've got some, some outright, some, some match results and everything. So we'll see. But um, but yeah, I mean, you have to be impressed with what he did. You know, there's so much, there's still so much like debate going on with people on who wins MVP. It's clearly Pat Mahomes, five thousand two hundred fifty-two fifty yards, forty touchdowns. What was it, forty or forty-one that he got for the year? Uh, He's in the forty. He's in the. I know, I know he at least got to 40. I don't I forget what he finished with. He was second. He got to, he got to 40, and the argument is that look what Jalen Hurts did with like 800 rushing yards, 13 touchdowns. Impressive. Yes, absolutely impressive, but you cannot take away what Mahomes did this season. Like that is just 41, outright 41 touchdowns. 41, and that is without Tyreek Hill and with Travis Kelsey not scoring in and, like seven weeks. I think the craziest part is that it was his highest. Even though it's only by 1%, it was his highest completion percentage of his career with 67%. So even adding that, even though that's not by that much, the last two years he was 66.3, but you have a guy who slings the ball in tight windows and he'll force plays. Sometimes to 
to, to his deficit. You know, sometimes that turns into turnovers, but I don't think there's a more talented guy playing quarterback in the NFL. And I would also say that in my lifetime after Tom Brady, that's the second best quarterback I've ever seen. And there's no argument. So referencing Mahomes, one of the most frustrating but funny things about them this season is that they don't cover. They absolutely do not cover. They don't believe. He doesn't, care. He doesn't care about our bets. He doesn't care. He does not care about our bets. And we learned that by like week five. I'm not going to take them. Maybe I'll take them in a teaser or just money line, but there's no point in taking their 14 point spread because they'll keep these games close. They take their foot off the gas. And then once someone like the Broncos or the Cardinals are starting to get close, it's tied at half. They're down. The Chiefs are down in the third quarter. He just pulls this magic out of his ass, and it's unbelievable. It's MVP quality, where then he says, ah, God, I can't take a fucking break tonight. I guess we're going to have to go all out. Travis, get ready. I'm throwing a fucking deep bomb to you. Uh, fucking Nicole Hardman, uh, get ready. You're about to score your fucking Kadarius second touchdown of the Tony. night. Kadarius Tony, Russian. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But, yeah, no, they're, they're an incredible Nicole team. Hardman was out a lot of the year. Um, they, yeah, man, what they've, what they've been able to accomplish – by losing some of these guys and they're still going at the same place, losing Tyreek Hill, Juju missed a bunch of games middle of the year, McCole Hardman missed games. But he even boosted Juju. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, done for the season. And then it doesn't matter. They got Isaiah Pacheco. By the way, Rutgers guy. All right, let's talk about that. Um, Jared McKinnon finally back. Jared McKinnon, which now he's getting the hype again. That guy was got the fifth or fourth or fifth highest deal for a running back at the time when the Niners picked him up when he left Minnesota because of this exact explosiveness. Injuries have killed his career. But this guy right now is almost like a Darren Sproles. He's unbelievable out of the backfield. They use him seven, eight receptions a game. Linebackers can't cover him. And Kansas City, let's talk about this. We'll transition to this a little bit. The Bills kind of live up to the hype this year, I would say. They had some games that we were unimpressed by, but they finished 12 and four, right? Because the one game didn't count. So they finished 12 and four. Chiefs were 13 and four, if I'm saying the, the, the records correctly. Yeah, yeah. It, won't that be insane that we might have the first ever AFC championship game at a neutral site? Possibly. Chiefs, Bills. And the game that will get us to that point, possibly. Could be Chiefs Chargers, Mahomes versus Herbert for the third time and for the seventh time in three seasons. And Burrow, Allen, Bills, Bengals, emotional fucking game just eight days, just seven days ago. And now we might in two weeks see those two teams have to take the field to go up against each other again. And just what a storyline that is for the NFL. And that might have weighed into the NFL deciding to replay this game because you replay this game and now they have to play again in two weeks. Does it take away from it? I don't know, but unbelievable to just see how the AFC playoffs might check, uh, shake out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, considering, considering how the Bengals reacted to the coin flip game with the, with the Ravens, the potential coin flip game, it ended up not really mattering, but the way they like, reacted to it they voted no on it and uh joe mixon celebration uh with with the coin toss I mean, there's just so much that, like that just kind of goes to show that like i think emotion wise they'll be able to separate the emotions they're obviously you know they'll do their their um uh what do you call it like their dedications their shout outs to demar hamlin pre-game right before they start but once it gets down to it the bills are going to play high on emotion making sure that they win for demar who is most likely going to be in attendance um and the bengals are going to be like all right 
Everything's done. We've gotten everything out of the way. Let's do what we were supposed oh, to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's football. Just, now, just get at it. Yeah, now it's football. Now it's football. You're back, you're back to playing football. Two teams coming at it. Two of the, the cream of the crop. I think if you look at the playoffs this year, I think we have one tier, which is Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Philly, San Francisco. That's tier one. You got five teams that I think can win the Super Bowl realistically. That doesn't mean there's not a couple of dark horses. Chargers are a dark horse. Don't like Brandon Staley too much, but they got weapons. They need Mike Williams to be healthy. Joey Bosa's back. That defense really was playing by far its best brand of football the last six weeks. And now you add Joey Bosa to that mix. The receivers are back. Yes, they lost Rashawn Slater, but their offensive line was starting to gel more. So I think the Chargers are a definite sleeper. Can we talk about Staley and his decision to start everyone yesterday? Uh, Potentially costing Mike Williams. Thank God the X-ray came back negative. I don't understand what the fuck that was about. But or at least like if you if you want to get a quarter in because you want your guys to play for a quarter, fine. Like but why are they still playing in the second quarter? Why is Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler in the second half? Yeah. Yeah. One hit and it's over. One Herbert gets hurt and it's over. Chase Daniels is is just there to be a backup. Yeah. He literally is not there to play. He's like that one guy, like um, what, 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 varsity blues. When that first got, when that guy had to come in the game, Mox, I uh, forgot his fucking last name in the movie. He ends up being great, but he's like looking at the playbook. Like he's like, wait, wait, what are we running here? Like <laughs> Daniel can't play in an NFL game and expect to do anything productive. So I didn't get it at all. Chargers. And then on the NFC, I don't see a sleeper. If I had to take a sleeper and they're not really a sleeper. No, Cowboys. I'd probably go Dallas. I just, how can I trust Dallas to do something competent three games in a row? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I think they lost to Tampa this year. Now they got to go face Brady, the aura of Brady. And Dallas can beat, Dallas can and should beat Tampa by 15. Can and should. Now, my first instinct when I saw that line was Tampa because of how bad Dallas has looked, the Washington game. But am I overreacting to the Washington game the way I did leading into Dallas, Minnesota, when Dallas absolutely fucking massacred Minnesota? Yeah. So is Dallas at least the type of team that they're going to show up this week, handle business against, against Tampa, get their third shot at Philly because they really want that game. And then now you've got a divisional rivalry. Dallas gets past them. Now you're facing maybe Brock Purdy. Third string quarterback, unbelievable rivalry, Dallas versus San Francisco. I would say Dak versus Purdy is a little different than Steve Young versus Troy Aikman, but still an unbelievable quarterback matchup that we'll have and an unbelievable game, I think, because of the fan bases. But I think in the NFC, it's going to be relatively chalk and we're going to get Philly versus San Francisco. In the AFC, I think we might be in store for a few more surprises. I'm with you on Philly Niners, uh, the dark horses. I don't see who's going to get there. I don't see who's going to pull it off. Even as a Giants fan, best believe I'm going to take the Giants to beat the Vikings. Which I think, which I think you guys, which I think you guys will be the better coach team. Brian Dayball has been unbelievable this year. Bill Simmons went, went ham on Dayball, even maybe being the coach of the year, which I don't think is insane, but I do think he did a lot with a little this year. Um, yeah. he did a lot with nothing. It's unbelievable. With nothing, yeah. With with, yeah. with with 
a, a defense that really did start playing some good ball towards the end of the year. Um, Saquon Barkley obviously did have a comeback season and Daniel Jones was coached perfectly. They made sure to do like, made sure he was doing what he did well to make sure that he broke out. So you shout out to the Giants, shout out to Boz, because I made fun of him for taking over seven wins for the Giants. Um, <laughs> That's and that ended up working out for him. Pretty um, early and, in the season. Pretty early in the season. And you've got to give a shout out to the Jags. Jags coming through. Trevor Lawrence showing you he's not a bust. There was a point this year when everyone after week six was like, oh, Justin Fields, absolutely you're taking him over Trevor Lawrence. Or last year when people were fucking signing up for Mac Jones as maybe the best quarterback in that draft. And I think now we've resettled on Trevor Lawrence is the best QB in that draft. And now we have a lot of question marks. Fields is incredibly skilled. Trey Lance, we just haven't seen him play in a football. I'm, and I'm kind of I'm kind of with Bill Simmons on Mac we Jones. We haven't seen him just, play any football. <laughs> we haven't yeah, seen Trey Lance. He probably even football. saw him fucking play in North Dakota State. He only played 13, 14 games there. So um, he's an interesting situation. Now you got Brock Purdy. So I don't know, man. The NFL – quarterback shuffle that we're going to see this year is going to be crazy uh, but it's good to see Giants and Jaguars definitely the two teams with the lowest win total projections going into the season to get into the dance this year and they're both in a position to possibly get out of round one so uh so we, top so we got, teams are succeeding we got we got Philly and Niners absolutely 100% for the NFC championship that's what AFC, I want AFC who do we think? Because this is going to be a tough one. I think, one. I think my my gut is telling me to go chalk there too, which doesn't often happen, and go Bills Chiefs, Bills Chiefs and yeah. get you the regular the regular slate. But for some reason, I don't know why. Maybe because I have some money on it. I see there's some possibilities here. If they are a hundred percent, can I guess? And we got Mike Williams. You can guess. I think I gave it away. It would have so to be, gonna it's either going to be, it's either Bills Chiefs, Bills Chargers, or Chiefs Bengals are the three games that you can get, in my opinion. I don't think the Jags are going to win two games. I wouldn't be, yeah, it's not yeah. crazy if you get Bills Chargers. The Chargers can beat the Chiefs. They yeah. almost have a few times. Andy Reid does his little things in the playoffs. Um, I, I'm so excited for the AFC championship games. I mean, the AFC divisional round, like excited, even if the Jacksonville pulls off the upset, I won't be thrilled, but I think it'll be a good game. Um, the AFC playoffs are going to be unbelievable. The NFC is more of a dumpster fire. Like we have the Jalen Hurts, the Jalen Hurts Eagles, and we have the Brock Purdy, CMC, Debo's back. That defense is unbelievable. We got that 49ers team. That's really going yeah, and that's, that's why a, I love them. It, it's it's unbelievable. That's why I gotta go. So gun, gun to your head, right? Metaphorical gun to your head, not real gun to your head. What's your Super Bowl prediction right now? If you had to, if you had to do it right now today, what would be your prediction today? My prediction today would be Niners. Damn, that AFC dude, AFC. I'm going to go with Niners Bengals. My heart my heart says Niners uh Niners Chargers, but I feel the the as much as I want it to be Niners Bills, the uh the Bills defense scares me. 
The Bill, the Bills defense scares me. Von Miller being out really like it's changed up a lot, and I just feel like they've they've given up so much on the on the run. It, the AFC is a toss up. I really got to about this one a little more, but um, four weeks a month ago, a month ago I would I would have gone with um, Eagles all the way to get to get to the Super Bowl, not to win the Super Bowl, but to at least get to the Super Bowl. And Brock Purdy and this Niners defense has just really changed things up where. Only the Raiders with Stidham were the only ones that that really had us nervous throughout this whole run with with Brock Purdy. It's been unbelievable what Brock Purdy has done to like get George Kittle running the way that he is. All the success that they've had without Debo Samuel, it's unbelievable. And now that Debo's back, it's, it's crazy. That team just is absolutely scary out of the NFC. But the AFC, dude, it's unbelievable. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to go Niners-Bengals. Yeah, I... I, I... I don't know. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I think it could be any of those four teams in the AFC. I still think, like I said, I think the Eagles yep. can beat the Niners, but I'm going to go Niners. And right now, my heart... Chargers. No, my heart is telling me Bills. And I don't know if it's because of the storyline. I love it. I love it. I don't know if it's the storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the Namar Hamlin thing. I don't know if they were the best team going into the season. And now they're 12-4. and four. They had a couple of losses they probably shouldn't have had, and they still finished 12 and four. Like, we everybody's been talking about the Bills like they had a disappointing season. I know they were the favorite going into this thing, but now I guess the biggest fear is if they go and play Cincinnati, is that win gonna be so emotional that it impacts Kansas City next yeah, week if absolutely. they win, or if they're facing the Chargers? Or is it a situation where if it's the Chiefs, they're going to get up for that game because overtime last year, we all know what happened. We all know how the AFC divisional round went and that Bills-Chiefs fucking amazing shootout, best game of the playoffs, you would argue, last year. Um, Do the Bills then not get emotional? Things would be different this time around. Things would be different this time around if they were to vote. and 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 it's in the conference championship game at a neutral site. Yeah, yeah, but overtime. If overtime were to happen again, did those they both get a chance to score a touchdown, and then I think, but I think once they both score a touchdown, then it goes back to the field goal thing, right? It doesn't just stay touchdown with the rules. Uh, There's no way it's just staying touchdown because then you can have a fucking seven-hour game. So I'm pretty sure it's touchdown, touchdown. (laughs) Then it would be field goal because you can't. You're after what just happened, especially you're not going to have these guys like dying on the field, essentially like out of breath. Too much, too long of playing. Definitely safety hazard. But yeah, Yeah, yeah. different overtime rules were designed for these teams. And you got, you know, tight at half. We're going crazy with tight at half during the AFC playoffs. Crazy with tight at half. All over the place. Every chance I get, I'm taking tight at half. I'm so (laughs) excited for it. You have no idea. Yeah. We crushed tight at half in the playoffs. Chargers, Jaguars, tight at half, baby. Week one, and we're—I mean, we're <laughs> in the playoffs, and we're also taking Vikings, Giants. Vikings, Giants. We're going one yep. Saturday, one Sunday. Absolutely. We might even take Dallas, Tampa on Monday because we love tight at half. It's <laughs> in our veins. It's right. It's it's right there. You have, to, you have to take it each day. You have to take it each day. Not each round. Not each round. No, there's one on Saturday. There's one on Sunday. And there's going to be one on Monday. The only one on every day. Um, going it. back every day, you take it. You take one. Every day you take one. Um, going back to the Bills, aside from the defense and what I mentioned about losing Von Miller and how they've looked lately, the other thing that scares me with um, with the Bills, I don't think the playoffs change this, 
is Josh Allen suddenly, and the reason why they've been talking so weird about them uh, toward the end of the season, Josh Allen, who was front runner for MVP the first seven weeks of the season. Thank God I took Mahomes with Josh Allen. And yeah, I, thank God you took Mahomes too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and a major factor in this is Josh Allen's all of a sudden falling in love with throwing picks in the end zone. It's unbelievable. And he's still doing it. He's still doing it. Even the yeah, get some goals. Gets the people going. Yeah, get some going, yeah. And, and you can't have that in the fucking playoffs. You cannot have that in the playoffs. Especially no, with teams as good as what you're facing. He's, he's making plays. He's just making passes that he shouldn't be making, forcing balls into places he shouldn't be forcing them. But we saw it last year. We kind of saw some of the bad Josh Allen with the good Josh Allen. So if you get good Josh Allen, because Pat Mahomes makes mistakes too, right? Joe Burrow likes to throw it sometimes in some questionable windows. All those guys take chances. Um, but I think we're going to see it more uh, once we once we see these games. Man, I'm just I'm excited. So what we're going to do is, we're going to, unless you have a sign-off for this, we're going to end it here. We're going to then, on the next part of this, we're going to go over some prop bets for the playoffs, some things that we might like, and then we're going to break down the six matchups for Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But do you have a last take on, I guess, the playoff preview side of this? If I could just uh, shoot off a couple quick sentences. Wow, good job, Titans started off the way you did and ending the way oh, you did. No. Good job, Ravens. We suck again. Did, ending the way you did. Raiders, what a fucking disappointment. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck. What a fucking Raiders, disappointment. Five double-digit losses blown in the second half. First time in NFL history. Continue. You suck. Uh, Washington, how does it feel to suck in our division? Huh? Oh, no. Uh, let's see here. Rams, we suck again. Kyler Murray, Cardinals. Uh, stop playing Call of Duty. Lions, ah, too little, too late, huh, my friends? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, my God. Uh, Panthers, too too really fucking broke my heart. And my friend's heart. Yeah, yeah. You, you broke my heart, Panthers. You really, really did. Uh, we jumped on, well, you had them from the beginning, but I jumped on Panthers to win the division when they were, what, 28 to 1. It was looking real promising. DJ Moore with the helmet. All they had to do was, they were up 10 double digits against Tampa. But J.C. Horn got hurt, and I told you, when J.C. Horn went hurt, that kind of fucked us, man, because we were so dependent on him. He was so good for us this year, and that rest of that. And that was what week one, week two. JC Horn. What was that week two? No, yeah. JC Horn got hurt week two in twenty twenty one. He got injured week fifteen. Week and last year, last year, yeah, 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 yeah. He got injured yeah, yeah, the yeah, game right, before right, Tampa. Right. We signed Josh Norman out of a coffee shop. I don't like coffee. It's a vassal constrictor. Like, that's uh-huh. The motherfucker was making coffee beans, um, man. Oh! Because it was a barista and went back to playing quarterback. <laughs> how did we miss this? I don't know how this didn't come up once in our entire... We talked about Matt Ryan, okay, before we even talked about this. Russell, hustle, and bustle. I mean, wow. No, it's, wow, because, dude. it's because this is why. It's because <laughs> we <laughs> talked about Russell Wilson sucking so much for eight weeks that now since he's had three competent weeks the last to yeah. close out the year <laughs> i think finally i was worried but i think the way he finished the year sierra might actually not leave him for future. mask on fuck it mask on <laughs> we can't say that for sure we can't say that for sure fucking kumbaya prayers would you rate that the worst trade of all time in all sports in a vacuum, after what I've seen after one year, and the fact that his head coach got fired in his first season, um, 
and the assets they gave up, the fact that his team made the playoffs. Yeah. 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 I would say maybe not worst trade ever yet. Worst, worst result after one year for a trade ever. Like one year into the deal, that costs I can't that think of this looking that worse. Like how does I don't I don't know how this could look worse. Honestly, I don't I don't know I don't know. You you, you fire your first year coach, a guy who like a lot of people had projected in coach of the year at the start of the season. All right, he's fired, and you can't do anything about Russell Wilson because of how much you're paying for him, how much you gave up for him. But at the end of the day, you're right. You ended the season looking promising, so maybe. Denver is feeling good about, oh, okay, all right, let's see how this looks next. I don't think Russell, listen. And apparently his teammates love him. Apparently his teammates do actually do love him. We were not given that picture from everyone. Yeah, but he but seems now like he's a nice guy. Absolutely- he's a nice guy. You could tell he's a nice, he's, he's a good, you, I, he looks like a good dude. He looks like horny, but he seems like a good dude. You know, he's not like, he's not out here like being a dick. I just think that he sucks. Like he's not good at playing quarterback anymore. He doesn't run. He doesn't like, I don't know what he does well anymore. So yeah. What would you rate, what would you rate worse? What would you rate worse? Um, that trade or based on what you've seen these last six weeks, Rudy Gobert, uh, Deshaun Watson going, Oh, no, well, besides Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Gobert. Rudy Gobert. we're talking football. <laughs> okay. Well, there's Rudy Gobert that that's all sports sticking to uh, this sport football the Deshaun Watson trade and what we saw from him the last. I'd rather, I'd rather like not like if I'm talking about this non morally, I'd rather have Deshaun Watson. Okay, all right. Who do yeah, I want? Yeah, who, yeah. who, who would I like at my family party? Probably Russell Wilson, right? Because I don't know what Deshaun's going to do there. Yeah, well, I do not want to do a lot of rosaries. My, I, do, I, I, I do not want Deshaun Watson near my party, right? Russell Wilson, he's invited. He's probably going to bring some some stuff. He might bring like a nice nice bottle of scotch. Um, but moving forward at quarterback, do I want the 27 year old guy, Deshaun Watson, who still might have 10 years left or the guy, Russell Wilson, who looks like he's scared to run the ball now. Um, and he's not even that accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go to Sean. So, um, we're going to cut it here. We're going to pick this up props, player props, MVP odds, Super Bowl odds. We'll go a little bit deeper and then we'll give our week. Why do, I, why do I keep saying, I guess, week 19 picks, wildcard weekend picks, which I'm excited for. Yeah, they are 19. It is week 19. Yeah, it is, it man. Is week it's fucking week 19. Wednesday. We're back, baby. Yeah, the line, the oh. lines will be updated. I think the lines will be updated uh, by Wednesday because we might get some announcements tomorrow. So we'll see. We'll have, more accurate we'll have, a, we'll have a more clear picture of how everything's going to look. So I think it'll be good. I'm excited for it. Great to see you again on video like this. This is nice. Uh, you're looking great. Enjoy the Jack Daniels. We'll see, though. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> analyze and we'll break it down. We'll be back in two days. All right? <laughs> That's good. Don't bet money you don't have unless you feel really good about it. Right. Then maybe it's okay. That's, that's good life advice, Raj. Moving forwards, all I'm seeing.